0: Of all ages, uh, this is episode 51 of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And like, damn, if there isn't a lot of news. So let me start you off with a little bit of, uh, I don't know if it's schadenfreude I felt today, uh, a little bit of happiness uh, I got. At the misfortune some, of others. Some guy put, uh, I guess he raises uh, Venus flytrap plants. Yeah. And so he it, put is them his near. his name Seymour. See, I don't get. Is that a joke? Yeah, feed me, Seymour. Oh. Little horrors. Oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I've I've blocked all <laughs> musical theater out of my head because I'm a uh, I'm a regular theater guy, and so I hate musical theater and musical theater people. Musical theater will rise again. Yeah, sure it will, and little sing and blah blah blah. So he's got these Venus flytraps, and he made a video. He I guess he put them down near a yellow jacket nest. Um, oh. Which if you guys don't know what yellow jackets are, they're wasps. And wasps, as you know, are nature's assholes. They don't provide honey. Uh, they don't have the decency to die when they sting you, they just sting the shit out of you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I... They don't have little barbs on their stingers, so when they sting you, they can pull it back out again and just sting you again and again.
0: I got stung by so many yellow jackets as a kid. This this video made me happy. So he put it near, I guess, a yellow jacket nest, and he put a couple little drops of honey inside each um inside each one of the Venus flytrap's jaws, is, and then it was just
1: to get the flytrap to eat the bug? Or they're not going to be able to eat wasps.
0: Yeah, they are. And they did. And they ate they a shit ton of... Yeah.
1: Really? I didn't know they could. Aren't yeah, the wasps well, strong we... enough just to get out?
0: No! <laughs> they, they got eaten, man. Uh, and I watched this video for like three minutes, and I just felt this like terrible glee at these these wasps being murdered by a plant. Like, it just it felt good, but also disgusting because I'm like, yeah, yeah, fucking die. <laughs> um, yep
1: kill those and, wasps like they're musical theater
0: and now I want to go out and just find wasp nest and just put like uh, the Venus fly traps underneath them just covered in honey and be like yeah get that honey bitch.
1: Knowing you I can see you like bumping your head on the wasp nest on your way out and so they just swarm your face and you're just yeah, like running
0: up. You know, ah! Ah! The bees. Yellow jackets were the only time that were the first time in my, not the only time but the first time in my life that like you ever like you know as a young kid especially as a young boy you don't that part of your brain that weighs risk and reward is not developed and you just don't think about what you're doing? Yes. Uh, me and my sister and the neighbor got into a yellow jacket nest <laughs> and got stung up. My sister got stung up real bad, and so she's covered in wasps, and she's like, ah, get them off me. And the neighbor picks up two bricks and hands one to me and is like, we could kind of, we could throw them at her and knock the wasp off. And so I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then as I cock my arm back to throw a brick at my sister, who's covered in wasps, I oh, went, not wait the minute. best
1: day of her life.
0: Wait a minute. My brain just grew. I'm having this. I'm having. What are the brain images? They're, what are those thoughts? There in
1: g they say Peter's brain grew three sizes that day. It
0: did. Yeah, yeah. My judgment grew and I go, maybe not. Let's try a better way to get the wasps off her. But for a minute there, man, I was just like, yeah, let's let's stone my sister who's covered in wasps. <laughs> Uh, I would say the water hose, maybe. I think that's what we ultimately end up did, but like, man, I was on fire for them bricks for like a good minute. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that'll do Wonderful. it. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was my that was that was the probably the happiest thing that happened to me today. <laughs> Just watching these. I thought you were about die. to say the
1: happiest thing that ever happened to you as a kid. <laughs> yeah, about to stole my sister.
0: No, the happiest thing that ever happened to me as a, as a kid was when I got to turn my sister in for damaging the family car.
1: It's always about your sister, with the bees and the car.
0: Well, I was always the one in trouble, but one day, for some reason, she decided to, like, write the alphabet on the hood of the car with a lead pipe. Wonderful. And I saw her do it, and I was just, I got to, it's not like she wouldn't have gotten discovered anyway, because, like, when you walk out and find your car with just, like, ABC scratched into the hood, you tend to notice, you know? Mm -hmm. But I gently walked in, and I'm like, hey, uh, hey, Dad, you may want to go check out the uh, family van. Check it out. Look at the hood. See what you think. Um, and and she he got you did foot. It. Oh, yeah, that would have been great if I was like, what do you think? And he's just like, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all falling apart. Why didn't I throw those bricks? <laughs> yeah, because
1: the way I was seeing this going is like your sister was done writing the alphabet and she leaves. And so you've pitched it to him as, look at this amazing thing on the hood of your car. And he goes and sees it and he's like, Peter,
0: you have some splitting to do. I mean, I was wrongfully accused a lot as a kid. Uh, I remember in kindergarten, every Friday, we got to use the snack and the soda machine, right? It was only right. once a week. And uh, I'll never forget. I was so excited. I was try- I, I waited in line. I was trying to select my snack. And then I noticed kind of poking out from underneath, like, the, the snack machine is in the edge of a bag. So I reached out and picked it up. Oh. And it is a bag of, like, uh, Cheesy Poofs or Cheese Puffs, whatever, non-brand name. And they have been under there for, like, decades, right? Right. Like, they're old and Just stale crimy. and covered in... Yeah. And I Dusty was like, Ugh. covered
1: in yellow jackets.
0: <laughs> and uh, the teacher comes up and she goes, All right, uh, Peter, it's uh, your turn's up. You gotta go. And I go, I didn't I didn't get a snack. And she goes, you have a snack right there. Now go on. And kind of, like, push me out of the line. And I was like, these, these aren't mine! These, they're dust and she wasn't listening to me. So I didn't get a snack uh, because she thought that dusty bag of old cheese poofs was mine. She thought I would gotten a snack and I guess I was being greedy and getting a second one.
1: Something very similar happened to me also around well, that the, age.
0: Well, the worst part about that is I was crying and then I ate the snack.
1: Oh, no. Gross. Because I
0: didn't have a snack. This is all I had. I'm just eating these like stale, gross. You're
1: crying in the corner, eating like dead rats out of a bag.
0: Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's so bad. It's not mine. Yeah.
1: Mm. I was in, God, it's probably first or second grade or something, and we're coming back in from PE or recess or one of those things where they have all the kids in a line outside and we're in line for the uh the water fountain right and you always wait an eternity in the water fountain line because every single kid takes so long with their turn and you finally get up there and you're just dying of thirst But the person ahead of me was just drinking and drinking and drinking for like a minute. And the girl behind me was like, teacher, teacher. And she was about to say that, you know, that person's name that they wouldn't go, right? Whoever it was, Connie won't go. I, I don't remember who it was. But then that kid hearing the person behind me shouting dipped out really, really fast, right? So then I step forward, and I go to drink, and she's like, "Eh, yeah, Wildo won't go. It's him. He won't go. Because she's already got the teacher's attention at this point, right? She's not smart enough to be like, never mind, never mind. Problem solved. No, she's like, oh, well, I have your attention. He won't go. And then I wasn't allowed to drink. I was told to get out of line, and I couldn't have my sip of water.
0: Dude, you know, I now understand now why I identify why I liked Movies about like uh, POWs and like the Vietnam War and like Rambo <laughs> 2 when I was a kid. Because so much that, of yeah, that, so dusty much of,
1: Cheetos is your Vietnam.
0: So much of our upbringing was just like us being tortured and people just yelling at us to like, you can't have water or like you can't sleep or like you can't you have to eat this crap this bag of rats. Like now I'm yeah. like I get it because.
1: And then in our late teens, we slept under a pool table with one blanket between nine guys. Yeah, True well, they story. took us,
0: they used to take us out. I remember this specifically in summer school, like daycare. There was a playground, but the, the daycare workers were like too lazy to just sit outside and like watch us. They didn't want to be outside. So they would make us, they would take us outside to the playground, right. but they wouldn't let us play. They would make They would walk us in a line, like a POW line around the playground over and over again to get our energy out wonderful <laughs> one kid one kid had to go to the bathroom so bad they wouldn't let him get out of line and stop walking i never forget this he shit his pants and it rolled down his leg i oh my god i have two stories now first of all i <laughs> in eighth
1: grade there was a kid who shit his pants and it rolled down his leg that's the entire story right like he had to poop he didn't raise his hand to ask to go to the bathroom he just sat in his chair till he shit himself then he got up and bolted out of the class with a uh, shit falling out of his leg or all, out of his pants leg the whole time right i still yeah. remember his name too uh, i mean i guess i could say his first name.
0: no don't say his name don't okay, do that okay, to that okay. poor okay. guy
1: right but that was interesting but the other thing i was gonna say is that um Wesley and I used to burn our energy out the same way, just walking in a circle, because while everyone else was playing sports, we, because we went to first through uh, eight, our number one fan for any listeners out there who's not Wesley, which is nobody, I guess. So I'm just saying this rhetorically. Um, Wesley and I went to school together from first through, actually first through 12th grade, but first through eighth grade, we had PE together. And... What we would do is instead of participating with um, all the other kids, we would just go do whatever. And so what would happen whenever they had like baseball outside is the coach, um, tired of trying to make us participate, would just tell us to go walk around the, uh, the baseball field the whole time. So we would do that and we were very happy to do it. Listen, we didn't have to do whatever everyone else was doing.
0: I was waiting for this to end with, like, yeah, so we would shit our pants. Anytime the coach told us to do <laughs> anything, shit at him. <laughs> he would leave us alone. But I remember, like, they kept us in a line, and this kid's like, I gotta go. And they're like, you'll stay in line, or you'll die! Like, it was very much like a death march. And I'm like, as an adult, I go, wouldn't it have been easier to just let the kids play on the playground for, like, an hour and just, like, sit there and read a book, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, come on, or dude. just...
1: I mean, Jesus, I, you know, I do miss recess. I miss first through sixth grade recess. No, fifth, first through fifth, because sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, we just had to go to the gym. And at that point, uh, me and Wesley would just stand around and watch people play basketball in there. It was really boring.
0: Yeah, that was our though, whole PE Though um, like... We
1: had this one kid that would, um, we would give him basketballs and tell him to hit people in the head with them. And he would do it as long as we provided him the basketball.
0: That's pretty great. I don't understand what it was about phys ed with for us growing up, like, because my mom and like her generation do, they had badass phys ed, like they were learning different shit. Like she told me they got to do archery in PE one time.
1: You know, when I went to uh, college, one of the uh, perks was that they had an archery class. Until I got there and found out they had discontinued the archery class like ten years ago, and they just hadn't taken it off the syllabus yet, or not That's syllabus, name. the uh, well, I mean, whatever, I the list of classes yet.
0: I understand why they don't have archery anymore because she told me like someone didn't listen to the instructor and shot him in the neck. (laughs) I guess that's why that went away. But, yeah, all we did was play basketball. Hey, look, you, you still... just got
1: to explain it to uh, the teachers. Like, look, bow and arrows don't shoot people. Kids shoot people. If they hadn't shot you with that bow and arrow, they would have shot you through the neck with a rock or something. So let's uh, keep having archery. Because the, the, the bows can't hurt people. It's the people that do it. So let's not blame the bow. Let's just keep having archery. And if people shoot each other accidentally, they would have done that anyway with a paperclip or something.
0: Listen, a determined kid will find a way to hurt a PE instructor, okay? Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that would have, like, because, yeah, we did the same thing. Like, we would, uh, they were being play bas- facetious
1: for anyone that picked up on the, the gun rhetoric.
0: <laughs> we'd go, we'd go into the gym, and you still got half credit if you didn't dress out. And then it would just be like people playing basketball and us just sitting in the stands until Wee. the period was over. And that was, that was Phys Ed.
1: You know, it was only in high school that they made us change clothes for, uh, PE. And that was always so weird going into the locker room and having to, like, strip down around everyone else.
0: Those were bizarre times. I mean, I guess, like, I've done it as an adult, and, like, it's just. The only thing I really dislike is uh, when I go to the YMCA. It's like. They just opened
1: one of those locally. I've been meaning to go buy
0: it. You can be naked while you're changing this fine. Uh, You can be naked in the steam room in the sauna, but you don't have to. You can just put on a towel and, like, not be weird. Uh, The last time I was in there, I go to go in the steam room and I open the door and see the biggest naked ass I've ever seen. And I was like, nope. I don't know why he's naked. Just put a towel on, dude. So then I go in the sauna. It's the
1: YMCA. Guys go there to pick up other guys.
0: I think that was a thing in the 60s. This guy wasn't picking up anybody. He was just like an old fat man. From the
1: 60s. He he was remembering fond times.
0: It's the old dudes. I go in the sauna, and I'm sitting there. Old dude comes in, buck-ass naked, spends about 10 minutes rooting around, trying to get his towel situated, and sits down for about a minute. And then leaves. And I was like, (laughs) so you took 10 minutes to sit down naked and make me uncomfortable. uh, And then just leave. Yeah. Um, I'm like, look, nudity is whatever. It's just like in a public space where other people are not naked. Maybe just just drape a towel over that thing. That's all I'm saying. Like, come on, man. Yep. So uh, let's get to the news. um, Because we have tons of notes today.
1: The fuck is news? Oh right, the thing we're supposed to be doing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So if um if people aren't aware, uh we ha- we don't have one week of news to cover. We have two weeks of news to cover. So there's no dilly dallying in this episode. We're not gonna mess around. We're not gonna do bants. We're just gonna hop straight into the news. We don't dilly. Cause...
0: We don't dally. <laughs> well, I wanna I wanna start with something that I think is important because of what well, the precedent it sets for the world. Um, Go ahead. Because I'm pretty sure to have this on your notes. So. Uh, They've been having uh, huge problems with the, um, what do you call it, the elections in, uh, I believe it is Zimbabwe. Right. Um, So people are protesting fuel prices. Uh, The government is, like, uh, shooting people in the streets. Uh, Five people were killed in widespread protest. So the reason I'm bringing this up, um, you know, so is, this, is, this is sort of classic for countries like Zimbabwe. is people protesting, and they need to deploy the military and just fire on unarmed people, right? Right. Um, so uh, the big thing that they did that, like, uh, terrifies me, and I'm so worried that, like, the president or someone else uh, is going to see it, like Mitch McConnell is going to see it and go, oh, man, how do you do that? Let me write that down. Um, they shut down social media and the Internet, uh so the demonstrators couldn't talk to each other
1: yeah i mean trump can do that if he uh declares martial law which he's very close to doing just to try and get his wall which he wants to steal the money from california well, and if he Texas, was gonna
0: do it i think way. he would have done it he's already backed down from that i think it's too late he always waits too I late i mean but...
1: he backed down from the government shutdown two years running before he finally just did it this year just to, I guess, try to fuck over the Democrats now that they come to power. Let their um, start of power be a month-long shutdown, or who knows how long he's going to keep it going.
0: I think but he's going anyway. to try to keep it going until the, until Congress reopens the government or he gets impeached. Um, like
1: Congress can reopen it; they can just override his veto with enough votes, and they have the votes because it passed. Uh, it, it passed unanimously. Nobody voted against it the first time they pushed the bill through before Christmas.
0: But my point is when i see anybody shutting down the internet and what scares me is to do that internet providers have to be complicit like a country can't just go shut down your internet so like i'm already yeah. i already don't like what internet providers are doing and the way they're cozying up to dictators and they're helping them out with like you know the facial recognition stuff you saw did you see that facebook 10-year challenge the, I've heard of the
1: 10-year challenge, but I don't know anything about it. Like, I haven't looked into it.
0: You find, like, you you find a 10-year-old photo of you, and then a, the most current photo of you, and then you put them up on Facebook next to each other, and be like, look how much I've aged. Well, people are arguing huh. that basically you're helping Facebook sell facial recognition software uh, and keep a facial recognition database, which they already sell your stuff anyway. Someone goes, they already have your pictures. They could do it anyway. I'm like, they could, but... Think about how much it helps you if everybody just puts up an old picture and a new picture for, for a, uh, an image database.
1: I mean, until the 2016 election, I would have said, I don't care if they take all the data they want. But now I realize how destructive it can be to a democracy. Because once Russia had their hands on all that data, they were yeah. able to just surgically you know, cut through all the different districts to get Trump the exact electoral college uh, votes he needed yep. by uh, depressing the vote and pretending like uh their bernie supporters saying don't vote for hillary goes bernie 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 well, the and they're part... able to push down the votes just enough in just the right districts that even though trump lost by like five million votes he still won with the electoral college
0: well the worst part about facial recognition software is one of the best ways to combat it uh is to dress like a jugglo. you know those people that follow the insane clown posse with the weird face makeup yeah yeah apparently juggalo makeup confuses facial recognition software and i go god the fucking dystopian futures we're all running around with juggalo makeup on <laughs> nice god, god damn it i uh, mean yeah, so that, I that...
1: i look forward to it personally but
0: so that was my that was my news from zimbabwe because uh, i just I anytime someone shuts down the internet during protests uh i get a little bit worried so do we want to start with the oldest news or the most recent news Start with the oldest stuff. Let's work our way forward.
1: Oh my lord! Well, just one quick note before we work our way forward. This is where the week ended up. Michael Cohen described paying off some uh, an a technology company with a bo- with one single boxing glove. To, in a bag right just one boxing glove in a bag in exchange for them uh rigging some polls for trump's favor so wait, whenever wait, trump's all like don't... oh the polls are rigged yeah he's the one that rigged them
0: i don't understand what do you mean like a boxing glove
1: a boxing glove he paid them with a boxing glove
0: why would they take that as payment
1: because trump doesn't pay people and that's what he offered them i don't know why they accepted it i'd like to hear their side of the story
0: Okay, I, I thought of maybe a boxing he, he, glove.
1: But he, he promised them $50,000. He gave them 16000 and a boxing glove.
0: Okay, so there was money involved. I was a wondering bit. if a, I was wondering if a boxing glove was like a weird term for like, yeah, he paid him with an eight ball. What's an eight ball? It's cocaine. Um, I was uh, like,
1: no. it's, it's a literal boxing glove. It's so weird. And that's where this week ended up and this is one of the most damning things against trump yet because this should excavate him being impeached and removed from office because he was rigging the election actively and sending cohen out to lie for him and to rig things for him but anyway this week started ah my god not this week but two weeks ago the the week of our 50th episode we didn't have um we didn't really cover the news that week so Going back two weeks, we have uh, Bush and Obama approved news when Trump said that Bush and Obama was on his side with saying, yeah, a wall should definitely be built. Do you remember that? That feels like a million years ago.
0: I remember. Well, like all the ex-presidents he said supported him came out and said no. That's one of the narratives that they keep pushing uh, is like, oh, you know, well, Democrats wanted a border wall until Trump wanted. No. Look, everyone's saying that, yeah, we you have to have border security. It's important to know who's coming in. The process should be streamlined. There should be a process for it. But nobody is saying we should build a giant fucking wall because it's impractical. Like it, it And, and about this, half
1: the distance is covered by the Rio Grande anyway. So. And there's this whole
0: idea that people keep saying where like they go, it's just common sense. Walls keep people out. And it's like, yeah, but there was a really great technology article I think I sent to you about it's not too far in the future before uh, we start using drones to fly people places. Yeah, um, I'm so looking
1: forward to that.
0: So even if so here's the problem with the world. We're like five
1: years away from being able you know, the um what's his name? The the hobgoblin and the green goblin from Spider Man, how he rides around on a flying disc. Basically we're gonna have that soon. Huh? Except maybe it's gonna be like on top of you holding you up instead of you standing on it, but either way. Well the thing that's like we're like five years away from that. And then we'll get
0: you, on. Well, the thing about it is, like, so the problem with the wall too, that like, it doesn't matter who wanted it, but like, no one ever said we're going to build a magnificent wall. The problem is, it's going to take years to even get going. They haven't even done the the environmental impact studies and all that stuff. Um, by well, the time a lot they of those studies gets...
1: have been blocked, but yeah. uh, and what we have gotten says it would be absolutely devastating to the environment.
0: In devastating the environment, devastating the economy, a total waste of money. The reason that he's and pushing it's not going to help it, anyone. Right. The reason he's pushing for it is a, it's symbolic. B. He's got his yeah, hands like... in all kinds of dirty construction kickbacks. He stands to make a shit ton of money off a huge construction project like that.
1: Yeah, did you notice he started hanging out with um, steel sellers, steel manufacturers, whenever yeah. he's like, well, maybe we should, instead of making it out of concrete, make it out of steel. I never said concrete. And it was like, car- roll clip 212, and Trump's all well, like,
0: we're going to make it out of concrete. Ooh. Well, um cartels are already flying drugs into the country with drones, because that's the way things are going now, like... Drones are cheap, they're disposable, like it's a lot easier if you wanna like smuggle stuff in, fly it in a drone. Uh, Um, It's just
1: funny how Hucka Sanders went on the news to say, you know, what is it, 4,000 people have been picked up or arrested coming in over the Mexican border that were suspected terrorists, when the number was A, actually 6, and B, they were all picked up at uh, airports, not at the border. Right. So she was just completely bullshitting us. My
0: whole thing is there was a really great, um, I believe it was This American Life on immigration back in, like, 96, and it's true, like, you have to control the flow of immigration, but so... You need to fix and streamline the system. Like That's my whole argument.
1: And also, if anyone's not aware, 75% of the undocumented workers in America came in legally with the visa program and then just outstayed their visa. They just didn't leave when their time was up. And so the wall's not going to stop them.
0: So my whole thing is we need need immigrant labor. We do need it, but we need to be able to control it. We definitely do.
1: It would crush the southern economy if we didn't have it.
0: But, like, we need to be able to control the flow of it. And, yes, we need to know who's here. Uh, so, like, you fix the Maybe visa well, program.
1: Well, let's we'll compromise, right? The, uh, we'll document workers better on the left if uh, the right will let us also have a registry of who owns what guns.
0: Yeah. Oh, we need to. We don't. We need to know who's it's coming called, in. But yeah, we don't. It's we called need to compromise. Know who yeah.
1: It's about safety. It's like, oh, gun owners aren't gonna. Right. But I mean, if we had a bucket the of other, skittles, right? If we had a bucket of skittles, these ten thousand skittles represent ten thousand gun owners. If just one of them was poison, would you have a handful? Um. I'm just saying, every single argument against immigrants also works for gun owners, except it's true for gun owners, not true for immigrants.
0: Well, the, so the other thing is too that there's a whole point about like illegal immigration hurts illegal immigrants, and it also hurts American workers, right? Right. Because those jobs that, like, people are paying illegal immigrants to do, they're not paying them a fair wage and giving them decent working conditions. You're also putting your, like, not to go the we took our jobs route, but they there are jobs that Americans would take if you couldn't hire a group of immigrants for, you know, like a quarter of the cost because nobody's paying attention to those people. Um so if those people had the ability to go to the government and go, hey, this person's not paying minimum wage or they're not, you know, the working conditions are unsafe, that would fix that, right? Yep. Um, but we still need, like, we still need people. I read a really great article the other day about how it's not unskilled labor. And they were talking about, I can't remember if it was apple pickers or what it was. They climb up a tree on a ladder, right? Right. They pick all the fruit on that branch, uh, fill the bucket, or, or uh, if they don't fill the bucket, they, they run out of fruit on that branch. So what they do uh, is they then pull do a pull-up to the next branch uh, to keep picking fruit. And then, uh, while hanging from that branch, they, they grab the ladder with their feet and hop it over to the next spot to keep Fuck. picking. And they go, you think that's unskilled? You think you could figure that out? And they used it as an example, which is brilliant. The, um, price of slaves in the United States, uh, during the 1800s, um, slaves that had, uh, been enslaved for, I think two or three, after two or three years, uh, their value went sky high because like they were now considered skilled workers Mm. because none of that, none of that work, whether it be like onion picking or like cotton picking or like, you know, the fruit industry, any of that stuff. None of that stuff is like unskilled. Like that takes a lot of skill and effort to be able to do well. You know. Yeah, it sounds like it. Jesus Christ, I didn't even know it was that
1: hard to pick apples. I Dude, thought it was like an tree. You just kick the tree, and all the apples fall out of it into your whole, bucket.
0: The problem is, like, we still don't have. There's a lot of things. A lot of agriculture is done by hand because, like, machines just can't do it. They'll smash yeah, or ruin the crops. Like, yeah, yeah, it's human labor. Uh, so we need that, but yeah, we the problem with immigration, as much as I love the idea of just dissolving the border, um, mm-hmm. I'm more in favor, I know realistically, with the way the world is, you can't just go, alright, everybody come in or get out, do what you're doing. Um, I think you do need to, like, have an idea who's here, but that way you have to fix the process. Like, there should be border security, but there also, you should be letting people in, like, giving them amnesty, giving me their day in court, let the courts decide... Uh, who has a right to stay and who doesn't? That's the whole point of the courts. Yep. Um, but in this, so, in this, in this news thing, what I loved what they said. The problem is, if you don't do something about immigration, the anger turns to xenophobia, and people begin to scapegoat immigrants for everything.
1: Yeah, I mean that's uh, just like the during World War Two, with the uh, Jews were scapegoated for everything. They're the problem. Or they are the root of all of Germany's problems. Exterminate the Jews. which by the way they didn't start with exterminating them they started with um caging them they started with all these other plans first right just like we're doing with immigrants we're caging them right now and putting them in internment camps but
0: and because we're not fixing the immigration process eventually we get to
1: extermination whenever everything else becomes too costly and that's when other countries have to wage war on us and breach our soil to stop us from committing you know
0: horrendous crimes and um, then the words of, uh, and then Forrest, we then we're on the wrong side of World War III. Well, so someone brought up a point too. They go, why is he, why is he stuck on a wall? Why doesn't he just put money in to say we're going to build a t- new technological drone Trump's drone wall? You know he's, what I mean? Because he's stupid. I think I think everybody would get behind that. Like pour money into new technology. Uh, but in the words of Forrest Gump on immigration, uh, that's all I have to say about that. Yep. Yeah. So Jesus. Um, you know,
1: the... Uh, God, it wasn't the State of the Union address. What was it? The very first... <laughs> there
0: will be no State of the Union address.
1: That's Before we get to that, Trump had a prime time address a uh, week and a half ago now.
0: Oh, so... God, I remember that. So I watched it. All right, so here's my thing going into it. I just want to lay this out. Trump gave this like big, like, he's in the Oval Office, and it's like, usually when the president, like, comes on, it's a pretty important thing, right? And you're like, all right, what's going to happen? I thought he was going to seize ultimate power. I thought he Me was going to be like... Yeah, I thought he was like, here it is, man. He's declaring a national emergency. He's dissolving Congress. suspending habeas corpus. Here we go, buddy. Buckle up. And what did he do? Yep. He just gave a bunch of fake facts and figures about why we needed the wall. And no one gave a shit anyway. Like, And then yeah. at the end of it, what I loved is Pelosi and Schumer did an address after his address so he didn't get to get the last word and basically uh, rebuffed him. And everyone was like, well, nobody said shit. Everyone just said the things that they were going to say anyway. Nobody's minds were changed. All our time was wasted. Yeah, there was a poll
1: done afterwards. And when asked, like, even Fox News was like, you know, did his speech change your mind? The number of people whose Trump speech changed their mind in favor of the wall was like 2%. Yeah. Yeah. So, so probably yeah. more people change their mind about it because everyone really is turning against him because of the government shutdown, which is hurting a lot. It's hurting millions of Americans. He is actively hurting millions of Americans and this isn't just you know people in Puerto Rico anymore. This is mainland Americans, Main in particular right. Main this is- when it comes
0: to Main Street, then it becomes a big deal.
1: Right, and this is going to be a big deal because people are missing one or more paychecks already because it's uh, been shut down so for, what, 28 days? This is the longest yeah. shutdown in history,
0: Let's play in the, American history. Let's play the guessing game. All right, so let's do the whole prices Right thing. How many paychecks do you think they're going to miss before Trump is impeached or they reopen the government, I guess? Pe-
1: people that are paid um, twice a month, once a month, or... What's the frequency of paychecks?
0: I'm assuming that if it's anything like uh, the Department of Education that you're paid uh, bi-monthly, so like twice a month. Okay. So
1: that's uh, most people have missed two paychecks now. I think, oh, my gosh. Because next month, Trump is is scheduled to meet with his good friend Kim Jong-un again, so he's probably going to want to reopen the government before then because he already told Nancy Pelosi that she's not allowed to leave the country.
0: So do you think? I I know. I just
1: I just discussed like several future things that we're about to talk about. I
0: think. Do you think that they will
1: miss three paychecks? So just one more paycheck, and then the government's reopened. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go for broke here. I think they're gonna miss six or more.
0: You think they're gonna miss six or more?
1: Yes, I feel like Trump is going to really dig his heels in here, and that it's not going to break until the impeachment begins or let's say when Mueller drops his um all, his report in probably March that's um, you think that's go when all the way that's february when we're into March yes i think it's going to be all of february into march and then that's going to drop and then because we need to um focus on the impeachment McConnell's going to step forward be all like oh, i'm going to take the range here and he's going to do what he could have done all along and just push a spending bill through just so to, that, just
0: to, just to add in by the way so far i think twice now The House has passed a bill to reopen the government. And there's a weird rule in the Senate that any senator can block something from coming to the floor for a vote. Right. And both times, Mitch McConnell has blocked the House's bill uh, coming. So if the Senate can't vote on it, we stay in a deadlock. So because McConnell keeps uh, basically blocking it from even coming to a vote because he knows it would pass, um, the government remains shut down. So McConnell is actually single-handedly responsible for... (laughs) While completely
1: staying out of the spotlight. Yeah. That motherfucking turtle. Okay, so.
0: Jesus, so you there's... say six. You say six paychecks. I'm gonna guess yeah. they get the paycheck three, and somebody burns down the White House again.
1: I yeah. You know I would kind of like that. I would like White House to burn, but no one's in it at the time, right? That's very possible because Trump's probably gonna be at the McDonald's drive-through ordering another thousand hamburgers.
0: You know he doesn't go to the drive-through since Chris Christie. <laughs>
1: That, that only happened once, but that was a, an amazing photo op. Okay, well, I need I to, like... I don't know,
0: man. Maybe I got too much redneck in me, but, like, Christy and, um... Uh, what's the weasel from Texas' name who grew a beard now to look more manly? From... You mean...
1: Oh, fuck. Uh, Ted the, Cruz. The, yeah, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz!
0: Listen, man. I, I'm kind of, like... When I get my dander up, you know, it's hard for me to put it down. If... I had gone toe-to-toe with a man who didn't just talk about me, who was just like, yeah, well, and in a public forum was like, your wife is ugly, or was like, you need to lose some weight. Go get me McDonald's. I'd spend, every time they put a mic in front of me, I'd be like, how about this fucking tiny dick motherfucker right here? I would, like, and then, they like, you know, months later, they they interview me again, and I'd be like, I'm going to shove my fucking foot so far up his ass, and then, like, you know, they cut the interview, and every time they put me back in front of a mic, I would talk about what a piece of shit he was.
1: Fun fact, Chris Christie's new book just came out, and it basically does exactly that.
0: He does nothing
1: but talk shit about the Trump administration and how awful it's been for America.
0: That would all, be all I would do. I would be on every interview show that would have me public access, Fox, anything. And I just they'd have to cut my mic because I'd just be like, this piece of shit. Anytime he wants to go toe-to-toe, I'm right here. Come get me. Like, um, yeah. yeah, like, just... I don't understand this sniveling, just like, this guy shit on you, and you're like, mm, your shit tastes good, Mr. President.
1: <laughs> so I wanted to go back to the primetime address, because I wasn't able to um, note what I think is the greatest fun fact of all. What's that? And that's that um, when a president does a primetime address, networks are not allowed to air ads, so they can't make money during primetime, so he is dicking them out of a lot of cash but fun, uh, the fun fact comes in that uh, Trump was holding a fundraiser off of that primetime speech, so he was making money while costing other people money, and that really is just him
0: through and through, isn't it? is he it? losing... So is he losing his mojo? Do you think he's losing his luster? Uh,
1: I am i don't know. I don't know. I mean, he looks so tired. Every time you see him, his eyes are, like, barely open. He's just like, eh, oh, they sad. But um, at the same time, we just got... What looked like a very energetic picture of him as he stood over this huge spread of like Wendy's burgers and McDonald's that was, and everything else.
0: That was like so again like. Normally I don't a,
1: hamburgers as ham by the way, so that's fun.
0: Normally and I don't give a shit know. about like the dignity of the office, but like, you invite a football team. This is a once in a lifetime chance for them to come to the White House and be treated, and he bought them fast food. You just, like, bought him a ton of it, fast food, and it, someone it, says... And he said
1: on camera, it's because it's all of my favorite foods, and their favorite foods, and your favorite foods. He, like, slipped up and said, no, I'm just, just doing it for me. Oh, and you, and you, and all of you. So,
0: I read an article, I don't know if I agree with that, but they said the reason that Trump provided that for them is because, uh, to them, they're lesser people, you know? So, common people, or peasants to him, this kind of food you serve them. I don't, I think, I don't agree with that. no. I think, that's, I think that's giving him way too much, like, credit, you know? I, I, sw- I
1: swear, I think he really did think he was doing something nice right. for them. Right, he's
0: basically, remember, Th- he's those, Richie... those Those
1: are his favorite foods, and yeah. so he, as- he projects all the time, so he assumes that people like what
0: he likes. He's Richie Rich without a... well, he's a kid from Blank Check without, like, a moral lesson at the end.
1: Right, right. He if Richie keeps... Rich
0: invited you to the White House, like if a kid became president and invited you to the White House, he would probably buy you all his favorite fast food. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's exactly what happened. He probably thought that that he was doing something nice here.
0: Yeah, I think that gets into those people that are like, he's playing four-dimensional chess, you don't know where he's going to come from. I go, no, think about the mind of a 13-year-old spoiled rich kid that became president, and I think you can figure out most of his motivations.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you make fun of him, he'll get super pissed and be like, yeah, me, me.
0: And people were talking a lot of shit about it. The only thing I liked was someone put up a picture, and they go, this is what happens when a time traveler comes back to our time. He sees this picture and goes, oh, I fucked something up. <laughs> and it was just Trump standing in the White House with all this fast food. Um, yep. I didn't think it was that big a deal. I, I like, I mean, it's built, it's kind of beneath the dignity of like the president to be serving people. Like, this is the White House. Treat these kids, you know what I mean? Like, get them some steaks or whatever, you know what I mean? Like yes, lobster. there's a... Um scrow pointed out that there's an amazing steak place
1: like one block from the white house they sell 60 dollars steaks there and they're the best steaks you can possibly find in america according to some everyone that is a senator or congressperson in general goes by that place at least once a month it's a really really popular place that would be an amazing thing for him to order because they're still open they still make steaks he could order steaks for all these kids well my whole thing
0: is too at the end of the day I don't give a shit about a football team going to the White House. Like, it's it's just well, one of those things. And I do, so I do agree. There is a little bit of like, people.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's yeah, just people, a Weird thing that happened.
0: It so the, so that thing was kind of like when they went crazy over Obama wearing a tan suit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it,
0: but the, I, I think it's the equivalent because we have to be careful. You got to remember, like, Trump's one of those people. It's like it's easy to hate everything about him, but like, if Obama had served. A bunch of fast food, i had been like, well, that's weird, but all right, like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, I always hate to admit it, but uh, my taste in food is basically identical to Trump's. Every, all of his favorite foods are my favorite
0: foods. Wait, do you order steak, like, well done with ketchup? <laughs>
1: yes, that's, uh,
0: my, that's yeah. my favorite way
1: to eat steak. I fucking... love it, like, basically a little burnt to the point in which it has no flavor left in it, and then yeah. smothered in ketchup.
0: You're a fucking monster, and <laughs> um, I will fight you. But yeah, that was one of the things that happened, and it was like funny, haha. But it was also just like, guys, you got to select your outrage to the things that matter. Who gives a shit about this? You know what I mean? Yeah, he misspells everything on Twitter. Uh, he fucking... misspelled country. How can you run a country if you don't even know how to spell it? The problem is he's tweeting so fast. He's not spell check. You know what I mean? Like he's not spell checking. People,
1: um, people notice like that. The way he wrote country auto-corrects back to country correctly. He spells so badly that his auto-correct
0: just gave up. Yeah, and I think he thinks it's one of the things that... I
1: paid enough for this shit. I think it's one of the
0: things that makes him endearing, because, you know, like, I think some of his base are like, yeah, man, I like hamburgers, too. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, like, you gotta be careful, like... Because that's why I hate it when, like, they just report forever on, like, minor shit. And I go, there's more important things... Like, they pointed out... They went on forever about the uh, congresswoman from uh, uh, Michigan who called him a motherfucker. But mm-hmm. they didn't report on the guy who was... Oh, I can't remember his name, but he was in um, I mean, the Congress or the Senate. But he did this interview. He goes, oh, hey, guys. So what's wrong with the word white nationalism and... and, and um, He's in the House. In the House. And white supremacy. I don't understand what's wrong with it. And so the, the, the woman saying motherfucker got more coverage than that. And that's the shit we should be paying attention to. Some guys... He's basically sounding out, like, what's wrong with the idea of white supremacy?
1: Yeah, Steve King's his name. Steve King has um, actually been reprimanded by the Republicans, is the weird part, is that there was actual accountability for what he did, and he has been removed, or he's had all of his committee rights uh, stricken yeah. from him. He has absolutely no power as a sitting congressperson anymore, except for a vote. He still gets to vote because they can't take that from him, but basically they stripped all of his other powers from him and asked him to stand down. He hasn't, of course. He's trying to say, oh, no, bruh,
0: bruh, bruh. But he's the kind of guy I saw this great tweet the other day that said he's, like, the, he's the
1: same racist piece of shit that said, you know, they're coming over here with calves the size of melons and they're giant bags of drugs. He's the one that said, well, you've got to look at what all the other countries have done. There's always white people that do all the best stuff in history. No other race has done anything good
0: during right, a, and, the Macy's Day parade. And that's what I love, because someone had this great tweet that goes, yeah, y'all talking a lot of shit about, like, how lazy that's, minorities that's, are. That sounds insanely... Fucking Who the fuck enslaved an entire other race to do all the hard work y'all didn't want to do? And I go, yep, you're right. You're right, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, uh... Steve King is, like, super fucking racist, and he has been for a long time. Yeah, that's what should be
0: getting coverage. Who gives a fuck about hamburgers? This dude is literally sounding out, like, Nazi ideology and going, Hey, man, y'all like this? This is a new thing I'm trying. Y'all in? What you think? That's... It was,
1: um, Trevor trevor noah had a great little segment on him whenever he was like you know what have other countries done and trevor noah's like i don't know well except for like the paper that you're holding right there was um invented by the chinese and those numbers behind you that was um i forgot who invented numbers Name, and um Ara- oh, arabic and, arabic numerals. Yeah. yeah and uh the the christianity that um you also expressed um having a love for yeah that was the middle eastern's invented that
0: yeah so this is crazy um uh, the fucking, I believe, okay, so I believe, and God, uh, if we ever have any fans are gonna crucify me for this, it was either, <laughs> it was either... It, it's fine, in-
1: only Wesley's listening at this point. It was either in India... Hey, Wesley, how are you today? It okay, was either in
0: India or the Middle East, they invented Zero. Hmm.
1: Yeah, something like that, cause, uh, Zero didn't exist, the concept of nothing didn't exist for such right. a long time that there's not even really a um, a Latin base for it, and that's why... Yeah. I, or or there was a Latin... Ah, I'm messing this up. The Latin base for it became... Uh, never, never mind. I, I don't remember how that well, goes you, exactly. I, mean, I just, like, I just, I just you... remember that the same Latin base became two different words in Spanish and English. Right. That uh, a that, uh, blanca, which sounds like black, means white in Spanish, and it means nothing, and in America it means... Well, it became black, which means black, which... Is anyway, it's from the root word that means nothing, right? That, but it's like, hard to remember.
0: So it's so such let, an it's it's such an amazing fucking um, concept to have a representation for nothing in numbers because it allows you to do so much with numbers that you couldn't do before you had it. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, sorry. what do you mean? Sorry, sorry me?
1: I, I was just going to say, sorry, let me, let me try again. Let me try it again to explain. The concept of nothingness varies from culture to culture. Like in America, uh, blackness is nothingness. In Spanish, whiteness is nothingness. Blanca means white in Spanish. Uh, black means, well, black in English. Right. Uh, ergo, we had two different concepts of nothing, but it came from the same root Latin word as nothing. And that's, I guess, all I was trying to
0: say before. Also, which didn't have that much to do with what you said. A ton of, a ton of, like, the other thing is, too, a ton of, like, if you want to be a white, like, ethnocentric white culture, did all this and that. Well, guess what, buddy? You know who saved a whole bunch of, like, white culture for us when we were busy in the Middle Ages burning our own shit? The uh, fucking the, Arabs.
1: Yeah, the Arabs.
0: They the, had a bunch strengths. of, like, early Western uh, Western thought and philosophy that had been translated into Arabic, that got lost when we when the Roman Empire fell and everything, and then was translated. And they did nothing.
1: Back. They did nothing but advance in their own civilization while uh, white people were stuck in the Dark Ages, un- too illiterate to record history for like a thousand years. Well, I like that. the year five hundred to
0: fifteen hundred, there was there were some advances, like, but ultimately, like, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, white men didn't build everything. And in fact, if you want to talk about the United States. Fucking the slaves and the poor built everything. The Chinese built the fucking railroads. Uh, slaves built everything. Like, so, yeah, I try to take credit, but, yeah, not really. It's not really, that doesn't really hold up. But yeah, fuck Steve King. Like, th- that guy needs a spotlight shown on him. Yes, that's the point that we're trying to make here.
1: Is Steve King. Now, speaking of, Jesus, have we. Speaking of Trump's base, by which I mean speaking of people that are fleeing from him, uh, more rats are fleeing a sinking ship as a uh, hot on the heels of Defense Secretary Mattis resigning and Brett McGurk, who was leading the fight against ISIS, him resigning. We had Pentagon spokeswoman Dana White resign week before last, and then Kevin Sweeney, the Department of Defense Chief of Staff, also resign. Nobody wants to work for this unhinged criminal president. Well, that brings he us is, up to the... he is he was saying the fake news is saying there's so much chaos at the White House. No, there's not. In fact, I'm the only one here right now.
0: Well, that's Yeah, yeah exactly. Like that. He's the only
1: fucking person there. Everyone else is left.
0: That brings us to like this whole this whole idea so like we're pulling out of Syria because ISIS is defeated, but then ISIS is not defeated and We're, whole... we're not pulling out. Um what's yeah. his
1: face? The most recent defense secretary guy said we're actually not going to do that. Yeah, I told
0: uh, you that we wouldn't. Like I mean we, we really need so, to, like... So Trump of, lost
1: Mattis for no reason.
0: Yeah. We need to get out of Iraq. We need to get, like... There was a memo that I've seen before that someone pulled up again about, like, how during the first Gulf War, uh, going in and toppling Saddam was a bad idea because we would be stuck in a quagmire with no exit situation, and that's why we didn't go all the way in and get rid of Saddam. Um, nope. And the person that wrote that memo was Dick fucking Cheney. <laughs> Rav, rah, 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 merry Christmas. And rah, so rah, rah. now we are stuck in a Middle East quagmire that we have no idea how to get out of besides just fucking leaving. Um,
1: speaking of those wars, by which I mean speaking of scams, do you remember the GoFundMe for the wall?
0: Yeah, that dude was a scammer and had to give all the money back, right?
1: No, he's keeping it. Oh, is he's... he? Yeah, it's been discovered that he has had other scams in the past. But upon discovering that, he had to close it down, but he's keeping all the money. He's just I, grabbing and running with it.
0: I didn't think you could do that. I thought GoFundMe if you didn't reach your funding goal or if it was... No, they like still ev- collect it if they don't, if you don't reach the goal. Dude, why didn't we start a GoFundMe for the wall? We could have been fucking rich. That, that would be amazing. I'm going to start, God, I'm going to start some kind of like Trump GoFundMe thing. I don't know what it is yet. I'm going to start it, and then I'm just going to fucking, when they shut it down, I'm going to keep all the money. Yep. Because, look, if anybody's going to hurt people that Trump is hurting, I'd at least like to get in on some of that action because maybe I can help some people and also pay my bills. So they
1: are, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Trump does is still floating the idea of declaring a state of emergency, which would give him the power to build his walls because what he is inquiring about is something that furthers the idea that Trump is not everyone's president, but rather president only to the deplorables. I don't think he'll they're, do it. Tr- They're trying to divert disaster relief funds from Puerto Rico and California to yeah. be used on the border wall.
0: The thing is, I think he's going to face... I think the problem is they've told him, and I think he's going to back down. If he tries to go the emergency route and subvert funds that have already been, like, set up for other stuff, um, I think that he's going to get tied up in court forever. I don't think he's going to be able to do it. I don't think he would. I I think if he was going to declare a national emergency, he would have done it. But I think they've talked him down from it because he is fundamentally a coward. And uh, again, his our biggest saving grace is he's too weak to seize the reins of ultimate power. He said chances he could have done a lot more during the uh, when he controlled the House and the Senate, and he didn't. And now it's turning, and I don't think he'll declare a national emergency. I highly doubt it. Speaking
1: of which, I have some Manchurian candidate news.
0: Oh god, what's going on now?
1: It turns out that um way back when Trump fired Comey, the FBI did open a secret investigation into whether or not Trump was working for Russia accidentally or deliberately. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: And nothing has ever emerged publicly from that because one week after they opened the investigation, Mueller was seated and so they handed everything off to uh, him to take care of well there's and also so we don't know where it's going from there but it opened and it hasn't officially closed it's still ongoing well
0: everybody that like all the interviews from like any of the cia people i've seen are like 100 uh he's either um compromised by a foreign power or he is directly working for a foreign power and to further um, that
1: idea he's had six private face-to-face meetings with vladimir putin since this he became crazy. president yeah. and there are no american notes about any of those meetings anywhere only because the russians told, have notes because
0: he told the translator to like get rid of the notes whatever and then there was a story about him eating some of the notes too
1: uh, that that's a separate story um what's her face um amarosa said that he eats notes sometimes he eats paper
0: i mean that surprised me but yeah so that's really weird that a president is meeting with another foreign power and tells a translator to like Give him the notes or whatever. That's shady as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it is. That just furthers the idea that he is
1: Putin's puppet, like I've been calling him since summer of twenty sixteen.
0: Well, if he was Putin's puppet, he's doing everything right to basically like, you know, uh, you know, like right. Russia's so, biggest adversaries besides China were like, you know, the Western European alliance, NATO, and America, and uh, so he's like done a huh. I was just gonna say here. Here's a fun game to play. Imagine for a
1: second, what if 100% Trump was Putin's puppet? Right. So this is hypothetically speaking. If he was Putin's puppet, what would he be doing differently than anything he's doing right now?
0: Exactly. That's what I was saying. Like, if you were a Russian agent or you, whatever, in any way working for the betterment of of Russia, uh, and you became president, uh, everything he's done has done nothing but be detrimental. Uh, to the United States, uh, shutting down the government, talking about disbanding NATO, like alienating any of our allies, um, yeah, man, like a hundred percent. Like he couldn't do a better job uh, if if he was trying, which he very well may be. Um, it's terrifying. Also, we haven't really talked a lot about this, and we'll probably do more in another podcast. Have you been listening to the news that comes out of Brazil?
1: So. Ladies and gentlemen, out there in Radioland, it was at this point in the podcast that we had some technical difficulties with Skype. We uh, fought with it for a bit, but ultimately decided to say screw it and wrap things up here. So, what terrifying thing was Peter talking about at the end of the episode? Stay tuned next week to find out. (laughs)